Hyperloop. Yeah.
some chill music i think i got it in you know some trouble um every once in a while i'll come across a track i sort of like i'll just play it off my spotify realizing you know i need a license for that i don't think the artists would mind it's just um maybe they would based on the content of being you know of being a, a truthful person that would be a big strike against me in this world um Hmm, now that's, that's right. The truth is a problem, isn't it? How about another? Uh... Okay, so, you know, we've been talking about this idea of not being afraid. And, I, you know, it's, very, it's a very uh, pertinent, timely message because, uh, yeah, I talked to a friend the other day and, and it just seems like the whole theme right now is fear. But because we're bringing it up, and it's coming up on the dial. It means that we have a chance to get rid of it. Really, seriously, call yourself a child of the Most High God, follower of Jesus. But I mean, it's more than follower; it's family. It's you know, I mean, it's a little, a little bit more than you know, a follower. I'm following Jesus. I'm following Jesus in the desert. I'm following Jesus in outer space. I'm following space Jesus. I'm following the uh, the Jesus over there. I'm following the Jesus and go, did you know that Jesus is the word? Well, I, it was right in my face. I just didn't understand because you didn't take time to understand. If that's the truth, and we define the word as something eternal, it has no beginning and no end, yeah, let's get some. Uh, no end and no beginning. What does the Alpha and the Omega mean? The first and last. Well, the first would indicate there is a beginning, and the last would indicate there's an end. But then what does the living water mean? What does world without end mean? When did the word begin? When did the word end? As far as this world is concerned, um, Jesus is the first and the last. It doesn't matter if people don't know this. People don't know his identity. People don't understand. But when you are in Christ, I mean, when you're in that consciousness, which is where a lot of us are, because, you know, we, we feel lousy, so we try to push into that through praising the Lord, through prayer, right? But what you get 
you get these disturbances. And the disturbances are insights into what's going on, you know, the bigger picture. And then the bigger picture is, um, you know, it's pretty mind-boggling. Because it, um, you know, eventually it leads to this idea that you were created for this particular time and dropped in here for, for right now for what you're doing. You know, you, you specifically were dropped in here for a reason and made for this season. But your identity, your personhood, your, your existence is uh, without beginning and without end. You never began because nothing begins. And nothing really ends. Not really. I mean, nothing ends and nothing begins, period. Hey, now, Ben, you've gone just too far there. He's got his thing in the sofa, so he's going crazy. Uh, yeah, Ben's is right here. He's not. He His bone went in into the... <clears throat> oh boy, you're a handful, Ben. Gigantic, strong dog now. He's big now. He's big. Oh, that, that thing. He's big. <laughs> it's big. And he's strong because he's like, he's got that, uh, you know, that, uh, it's a cross between, like I say, a, a pit bull and a greyhound. No, it's an amazing combo. They use these dogs for hunting, hunting dogs. This breed, this, you know, this hybrid, if you will. And um, they're very, very, very good at that. You know, yesterday, I, my kid, I've got a fob, an FOB fob that works the car. You know, you push a button and, you know, and you have ignition. And... Uh, you know, without that, you can't drive the car. Yeah, you know, I guess you just—I just leave it on my person. I have a little, you know, bag with my wallet in it and stuff. I leave it in there. Well, it fell out in the, you know, a rainstorm, and it was dark out. I heard something, but then I looked and looked. It seemed to me like the my little purse thing I carry was zip closed. But I guess it wasn't, and the fob went out there in the rain and in the snow, because the next day it snowed. And I shouldn't leave my car there because of the mice and stuff, but, you know, I, I wanted to park close to the door and get in here and get, you know, warm back up. But anyway, I didn't know it was missing. And so Ben's, which is, he's throwing this thing up in the, down the air, he wants, to, he wants you to see him. And uh, so he brings it in, the fob, and you know nothing wrong with it. He just, how did he bring it in? Did he just have it in his teeth and give it to you, or what did he do? He had it in his mouth and brought it in, and I took it from him. He brought it in, and Trish took it from him. Usually, like, if he has a ball or something, he'll keep it or he'll drop it on the ground. But he handed it to her. Is that something... I think that's an amazing. Well, he saved me a lot of trouble and, and grief. Those things are expensive. And, you know, uh, gee, I wouldn't want to lose one, but I mean, that was a very important thing he brought. He knew not to chew it up. 
He he knew not to because he chews everything. He knew not to do that. So that's why it's an amazing breed. But he's a full on maintenance. You know what I mean? He's like he's really strong because he's got the the pit bull muscles. You know what I mean? Which are in, insane. You know what I mean? Just just stronger than a person. Then he's got the uh, languid sort of you know shape also of the of the greyhound, which is the fastest dog on the earth and it's an amazing um combination it's a you know a lot of work and everything but he's he's great with other dogs and you know people and he's been a you know a lot to handle from being a little pop of you know eight months i think when we adopted him from the shelter and then now now it's you know it's about a year now isn't it So he's about a year old and you know still teething. The thing about that is that uh you know they can tear up he tore a, a you know armrest in my uh, SUV and he just he tore it to shreds and uh, in about 20 seconds. So I can't leave him in there. You know what I mean? Not yet, but after after a while, another few months probably. You know, there's just a lot that you have to you know you got to keep your eye on him. But the, what you get in return, though, I mean, in terms of the way, you know, he'll jump up you and hug you and kiss you and cuddle in with you and stay with you, you know, all day if you're sick or, you know, he'll just be right there. And it's an amazing um, thing. But he's also spoiled in the sense he wants to go out, he wants to come in, he wants a snack if you're eating. Because we've been, uh, you know, life is a series of dogs. So we had Dasha and then Dasha died over here on the floor and um that was really a surprise and then we you know took care of that and then eventually we went down to the shelter to see if there's any dogs to adopt there's a cute you know combo and like i say they you see these dogs if you want to see this dog you look at american hunter like any of those hunting things on the discovery channel you'll see the same dog. Usually they cut the tail off, so we're not going to do that. But you see them with the tail removed or, you know, a stub. And again, we're not going to do that because it's, you know, I, I, I just I don't have any desire to do, to do that. Uh, anyway, fear. We all know that fear... Even like if you've ever taken martial arts or anything like that, you know, fear is the thing that that stops you from doing what you need to do to survive. And the Bible is so clear on this. I mean, it couldn't be more clear. You'll fear no man. What's what's in you is is greater than what's in the world. That right there should should bolster confidence. Unless you just, I mean, because for me, Scripture is a living thing. It's... um, Oh, my, I don't have it right here with me, but uh, it's like when I'm led into the Bible and then I land on a scripture, I don't know what I'm going to land on, but then I land on it and it turns out to be a particular message for me about something. And this happens every time. It's not like, well, once in a while I get an inspirational scripture. It's every time I go there, it's like I'm led to go there 
and I think nothing's going to happen. And then I, all of a sudden I come, come up with something and it changes the course of me. It changes my course. Yeah, because the scripture, the word, when you're dealing with the word, even the Mandela effect word, um, what we know is that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, in the spirit, the scripture is a living, the word is a living thing called Jesus. So it's a living thing. And then we refer to a book, the Bible or whatever, to, to you know, inspired from the spirit, the living thing. But then the, the lesson we get is always, you know, uh, the spirit speaking to us through the word. So inspiration comes from the word, and the word is, is Jesus, and the word is I am, and the word is God. Therefore, the identity of Jesus is, you know, God. And we break it up, you know, we, we do what we have to do. We, 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 um, I do whatever I have to do to, to, to um, you know, I know the whole liberal argument, you know, the patriarchy and, you know, the male and this and that. But if you want to look at a female aspect of God, I guess you could, if you want to anthropomorphize God any more than we already have, my God, you could have the Holy Spirit be mother, if you like. I don't want to characterize it that way, though. I mean, I understand the Holy Spirit comes and you're weeping and you're upset and you have the comfort of, you know, and you have the Holy Spirit and you have, um, you know, other inspiring, you know, words and then you have, uh, you know, chicken soup and you have, you know, whatever you need to get through that, that crisis. What's the crisis? Seven billion people dead. The beginning of uh, the, the trouble, 2004. Oh, what did I say in 2004. Somewhere around in, in that area, I talked about um, a, a word from the Lord of replacing people here. Now, I know that's a while back, but it's like it was one of those words you don't, you don't erase it. And what we see going on with, you know, immigration and just the whole, you know, thing and the, the COVID and the, the, you know, putting, you know, getting someone like Biden in there and, you know, celebrating... What did we celebrate yesterday? Um, gay marriage, which was already legal and already celebrated. Is that, was that something new? I, I don't really, you know, are, are pandering to people for votes. I, I, I can't, it's just too stupid. I can't watch it. You know, just, it, 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 you know, to see, I, I just, I just I'm, I'm completely embarrassed. Um, but then I understand this is a judgment too against me that I have some responsibility I bear some responsibility to how fucked up things have gotten. And I mean, they're totally, and even, even people that have fucked it up are now looking for help. They're looking for people to say, can you pull us out of this? This is a judgment of the living God. So let me, let me just make sure you understand this. This is not an edict of man. It's the result, of course, it's the result, of course, of man. Just do what thou wilt, man. You know, do whatever you want, man. Do whatever you want. Let's have everybody be a victim. I want my rights. Do whatever you want, golden calfers. Do whatever you want, Moses said. 
Do whatever you want. There is no repercussion. It's only these right-wing extremist white people, men, who are Christians. They're terrorists. They're coming to, to hurt you when the, what they really mean is the only thing you've got to watch out for, what they mean is God, whom we all hate. Amen? Yay, we hate God. We hate God. So we must do abomination. We must do anything and everything. I know people can't get this. They don't get it. They don't get any of it. They don't get it. They can't see themselves as on the wrong side of reality. On the wrong side of God. On the wrong side of everything. It's, you know, being their fault. Their fault for it all. For every punishment. But they haven't begun to scream yet. Do you know that the people out there don't know there are millions dying right now? Can you imagine not understanding that? See, when you know there are millions dying, did you know that the death rates are now accelerating of young people dying, just killing over dead? Did you know that? And did you know that that was what was predicted? And I also have a hand in that here at the Zeph Report. We predicted every single thing that has happened. We've been 100% accurate. We're not the only ones who have been 100% accurate, but we've been, I mean, you know, maybe I wasn't completely accurate on, I'm just trying to think, uh, COVID, bioweapon, mRNA, that the deaths would be coming not the first couple of months or the first, you know, you know in months or years to come you know, could be billions falling over dead. Do you know that they intend to cover up all the deaths, even billions, so that your pretty little ears don't hear it? Can you imagine continuing on with this woke thing while millions are dying? Every, you know, and it's exponentially growing to, you know, from thousands to millions worldwide to, I think there was a 17% increase in excess deaths in, in Australia. And that's what they're, that's what they're admitting to. But see that 17%, that's a big number. That represents an acceleration in deaths longer after having, you know, taken the, the mRNA, which is the cause of the death. You know, you're not only not allowed to say that, they still intend to jab everybody and make it a law that you can't have a life if you don't get jabbed, even if you know the jab's going to kill you. Even if the jab will kill you, you still have to get it. Why? Because they want you dead. All of your professions are over. Your pilots, your truck drivers, every, it's all over. They don't want you to think, though, that it's over. They want you to think that if you get the jab, you get to go on and have a life. They don't want you to think the carpet's being pulled out, but the, God has chosen Klaus Schwab to be the dictator of the world, a puppet though he may be, but he's there for now the de facto dictator who is now telling you that we're going to kill your pets, 
all of them, just like China. And, uh, you know, we're going to lock down any of the unvaccinated. The, the word from Klaus the other day was, no one is safe until everyone has the vaccine. No, well, that's a blatant lie. Because he is a liar. He's a dirty fucking liar. He's a dirty, shitty, evil, disgusting, perverted criminal. The son of a Nazi, he's worse than his father. He is the final solution. And nobody, but you, you treat him like Bill Gates. There is an urgency to deal with him legally. Nobody moves. That's it, folks. Come on, it's time to call it. That is a judgment of the Almighty. That the thing you're in right now, you're trapped. You're acting like you, you're a conquered people. You're afraid to say anything. You think that if you just keep your head down, you go to work and go to wherever you're going to go, it's going to keep going. Uh, well, I've got news for you. It's not going to keep going because they've already told us. They just not, don't take my word. I'm just here to reflect. Okay? The, the, we were told that they're pulling the plug and they're going to pull everything. And they're doing it in a manner because they do it too quickly, you know, people are going to get upset. But they've, there's been no slowing in their plan. The other option on the table is nuclear war, of course, and that, that will, you know, break a lot of things. We'll get rid of a lot of people real quick. At least $7 billion. Quickly. Um, there's the jabs. There's the... Um, the aspect of a new, much more deadly COVID that just kills millions of people, you know, in the first two minutes. And they working on that with John Hopkins, Bill Gates, uh, the CDC, while we sit there and do nothing and go, oh, isn't that interesting? So, you know, we bear responsibility because we're afraid. We don't go up against them because we're afraid. Let's, 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 come on, let's, it's time to take, you know, a little bit of blame here. We don't want to risk anything. In fact, many of us don't say anything that could get us in trouble, whether it be on Twitter or anywhere else. We, we don't say anything because we, we don't want no trouble. We, we don't want to say anything about anything about Elon Musk. You stay out of the political discussion. We don't want to be labeled a far a far right extremist, or if you're in Arizona, they uh, call you a conspiracy theorist. If you think that uh, 250,000 excess fraudulent votes uh, to swing the election, um, you know, if you think that occurred, in fact, they have lawyers that are telling them are trying to file complaints and you know little things to say. We want to stipulate that they're not allowed to look at the ballots that are fraudulent and then move those out of the way so they can dismiss the case on a technicality. They have the full force of the United States, Satan. United States is now, is Satan, Satan Central. It's, 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 I wouldn't call it Babylon. I just call it, it's, it's basically the throne of, of Satan is it's what they wanted it's the washington monument it's the white house it's the throne of satan
It is the throne of Satan. It is where everything comes in and goes out of. Everything is coordinated. And then, of course, in Europe, you have, you know, the you know outposts and various places in Europe, you know, and, and but I mean, in the, America is really the center of the whole of the whole fiasco. And America is under judgment because the people uh, failed. You know, we were making some progress when we had twenty on twenty with Govinda and you know all that, and you know uh, had Trump, and then he he put. Um, getting rid of child sex trafficking and human trafficking and human slave trafficking uh, in general and, and modern-day slavery, that was, at the, uh, that was the month of January. The first month of the year was dedicated to that. The new Coast Guard cutters were dedicated to interdicting uh, you know, smugglers of uh, slaves and children and also drugs. Uh, you know, drugs... Well, drugs now, it's not drugs. It's basically trying to import... Um, you know, a, a, a synthetic opioid, you know, fentanyl that, um, you, you know, kills people. That the whole point of, of the drug trafficking is to kill people, not to make money. The whole point of human trafficking is to make money. The United States is the biggest uh, human trafficker the world has ever seen. So that right there is cause enough for lights, lights out, baby. You know, you get, you know, I don't know what you're going to say when you stand before God. I know I'm going to, I mean, I've tried to do some things, but I'm, I've obviously failed miserably. <laughs> I haven't been able to stop anything. The reason that we're enjoying a little respite here we have is because people woke up. A lot of people were waking up too fast and they knew they had to slow it down. In slowing it down, though, people go back to sleep. They go back to sleep because they're afraid. They're afraid, and they don't want to say anything on social media. On you know, like like you know, Twitter. You're watching on Twitter. Twitter has come back to life, and it's uh, vibrant. And it's um, now the left doesn't like it because it's you know people are able to post truth there. The only thing the left doesn't like is truth. They're anti-truth. Always. Well, not they haven't always been that way, but I mean, they became that way in the last decade or two. And, um, you know, the, uh, the writer scene is also big. It's also the, the biggest uh, child abusers are the extreme right wing. They're not extreme, but the establishment right, you know, the Republican right, the Mitt Romney right, the John McCain right, the George Bush right. You know, where we don't... We're not in that club, thank God. We're not in the um, the problem. The only problem with the left, you know, wokeism and all that's nothing based on reality, just on feelings. That doesn't really work. So you know, the people that get become the pariahs are the people that speak truth. And of course, anyone with prophetic utterance, um, you know, prophets uh, be damned. They kill the prophets. Because they say, if you don't knock this shit off, you know, the Almighty will take you out. Anyway, what I'm seeing today is, it, is, is simply playing out. It, the, things have gotten worse every single year since I've been here. For 20 years, it's gotten worse, you know, 21 years now, coming up on. It's gotten worse every single year 
since that, uh, since I uttered that one word of replacement as a judgment of the Almighty. Replacement is a judgment. And I was shown the Babylonian captivity, you know, of the Jews, the Babylonian captivity. And what happened is when they were taken away captive to Babylon, all the houses and businesses, everything was taken over by others. They were replaced. Same thing. The Israelites, the Hebrews, they were replaced. Same exact thing as the Babylonian captivity. Now, you know, then, you know, you know, people learn, okay, that's a judgment. Okay, so people look at the birth rates. You know, so even if you're not talking mass death, you are talking mass death and birth rates. And others are being shipped in for replacement purposes. These are your replacements that come across the border. They're going to replace you. You're not going to have any more kids or anything, and you're going to be shoved off, and, and that's a long-term plan. Um, the, the reason I know that's true and I got confirmation is because when they said the word replacement, oh no, that's what I mean. They screamed and yelled and called it white ring extremism. The word replacement. That's how we know that's, that that's what they're doing. And that's the word they use. They just don't want to be caught. Because the replacement is equally. You know, it's equally Mitch McConnell as it would be uh, Chucky Schumer, right? It's 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 a uh, it's the corrupt cabal. It's the Babylonians. It's Babylon in D.C. It's a it's a feel. Well, they're having a great time. They take our beloved rainbow. They blast it all over the White House. When the rainbow was given to uh, God's people. And then they took it away, and they turned it into something. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't even go there. When you think of these, uh, the, the whole tranny thing and the kids, parents are taking their children to watch, you know, semi-nude trannies or nude, trannies dancing around in G-strings and flaunting it and having them put, you know, uh, money in their G-strings. I mean, these are three, four-year-olds, folks. Three-year-olds, four-year-olds. It makes a testimony that I did on the documentary that's the documentary is still we're not we're still doing you know legal work on it so but when it comes out and I talk about how I came to write society and what happened and all this probably the worst thing that happened to me was you know being handled by institutions and and you know and all that but but you know testimony about um abuse you know of you know it was very systematized Really, it's no different than the the thing you see today. You know, the grooming thing. It's the same thing. It's just gone mainstream as we predicted it would. They won't be happy. You know, you know the the whole reason they keep pushing the LGBTQ thing is uh, from the UN. Um, it, actually, the the gay people involved in it have no idea what they're involved in because they're not running the show. <laughs> all these different programs, they, the, the people involved are not running it. Whether it be Black Lives Matter or that, or just any any program that you can think of, they've got the people involved have nothing to do with it. It's all social engineering, and you know when you conquer a people, you take the the women, you take the children, and you geld the males. Right? That's a conquered people. 
uh, you open the borders and have the people siege into the country and uh, make it, you know, you you stop, um, you know, the, the law from protecting people. That's what you do when you conquer a country and you want to let the people know that you have conquered and you have what, you know, that's, look, I'm going to jump ahead of everybody. It's not about saving America. It's about America was conquered. It's about what do we do next? Right? And if people want to have an America again, you'd have to kick all these people out who are ensconced in our legal system, judges, uh, you know, district attorneys, you know, mayors. And I don't know what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Where are you, how are you going to ever get any redress? How, how, how would it change now? And the answer is it can't. It's, it's, it's the die is cast. The, the decision's been made. God made the decision, though. And his people have been warning. I don't know how many warnings I've come across, but, you know, dozens of them that were very accurate over the years. You people have had the benefit of many voices of the Lord, you know, speaking utterance and unction, speaking the oracles of God, the, the, the actual thing, you know. And despite that, we have gone backwards. We have not made progress. It has gotten worse every year. And there was a little progress there when we were doing 20 on 20, and then you know, the COVID thing upended it. And then we went into a worse tyranny. Then we went into a global tyranny then. And the bad guys showed their faces. And many of us thought, well, let's go get the bad, you know, get the bad guys. But all the militaries of the world were united. All the nation states were united. We don't actually have countries anymore. We only have uh, the WEF and the G20 and the G7, and that's all we have, and the corporations. That are, the corporations are not national. They're all global. So there's no such thing as national borders anymore. There aren't national borders. We have to accept these things. Because if you go, I want to get the country back, what, what the hell does that mean right now? Okay, you want to overthrow in every city, everywhere, uh, every a mayor, every every you know that you know. Let's just try Katie Hobbs in Arizona, the new governor who uh, was put in there by the DNC and is being mentored by Janet Napolitano and has the backing of Mark Elias, the 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 big magic Mark you know lawyer that you know goes and and, and makes sure that nobody can ever count votes again. And, and you, you know where are you going to start? How about California? <laughs> How are you going to do that there? You know, my friends are... Can we get ahead of this now, please? I just want to move ahead a little bit. I, you know, this happened to us, okay? COVID, you know, defeated us. Yeah, the, and not just us, but the, the, the world. It's a judgment of the... It's, it's too big to not be a judgment of God. Uh, the replacement thing is going, there's been nothing to turn that back. In fact, now replacement's going on. It was the people here, when I say replacement, what I mean is they would no longer have children or their children will no longer have children. So that would be the end of their line in America. 
Okay? And then, like I said, people complain about the castration of males. Now, you, instead of complaining, why not just look at what it means historically and what it means in context? Uh, to, to, why, why do we never think that God's got something to do with it? God, God, we beg, please stop it, Lord. And it doesn't stop. Why do we think he's just not stopping? Why do we not think that he's doing it? Why don't we entertain the possibility that he has allowed this to happen and he's appointed the Klaus Schwabs and the Bill Gateses to carry it out because of man's wickedness? Why don't we see that? Man's selfishness. Man's wickedness. And then everything they do that they call judgment, woke, climate change, all that. Yes, of course it's all fake. It's all fake. But it through those means, they can lock you all down. They can stop you from having children. They can kill your children. They can make sure your line ends. They can make sure it all ends. So everybody in American, you know, any any kind of area of, of government or, you know, get uh, go, go on, of government or whatever, anybody that's involved in, in, in managing of America has been bought off by people like Soros. So what are you going to do to get justice? Every judge is bought and paid for. Every legislature is bought and paid for. They got all the governorships. They pretty much, you know, they own the Senate and the Congress. They allow, you know, a few Republicans in, to, you know, because they got to let some air out of the balloon. But, I mean, they, they, they still run everything. And I, I wouldn't say the DNC or the left. It's the global powers that be that own all the They own, actually, they own all the countries. Did you know that? They own them all. And th- when they say jump, Australia says how high. You people that are Australians, you're SOL because your government is under the control of the WEF. They own you. They own everything. They own all the resources already. They're just trying to let you know that you don't own anything. That you're not going to overthrow them. That they are everywhere. Where are you going to start? You have like a marching revolution down the street. The January sixth thing—they're just using that as a, as a, uh, uh, as a sting operation, to to round up people that might be patriotic, i.e., patriot that could give them trouble in the future. They want to make sure they get big sentences, and they're getting huge sentences. They're basically being ruined for life. Well, how about start there? Where are you going to start? How about the presidency? There's how about the fact that, that, you know, there's never been a real election and all there's going to be in the future is just more of this. The only thing different, though, is it gets worse every year. So 2024, uh, as we go forward, would be the year of you know, the Great Depression, uh, the Great Reckoning, you know, beginning financially, but then, then, you know, lawlessness throughout the countryside, throughout, you know, kind of a hell on earth. And, and then the enshrinement the abomination of desolation may just be, you know, or one of them anyway, is to take sacred institutions and put abominations in them. And so what would be a great abomination? 
child abuse, let's say, enshrining that as like an American tradition, you know, and, uh, you know, get enough people compromised by that stuff through Epstein Island and through Hollywood, you know, culture and through, you know, the whole thing to be able to control these people and have them influence the nation that this is the way we should go. So, you know, on the LGBTQ, they're just waiting to put that P on the end. And they want to put a, maybe an M-A-P on the end, but probably a P. They're waiting to proudly put that P on the end when, uh, you, know, uh, you know, or whatever letter it would be, but to indicate children. And, you know, people think that uh, that's not the goal. That is the goal. It's not about gay. It's not about any of those things. It's a political end, and um, they want the children. And you know, once that's, they want to kind of a Lord of the Flies situation where the children, being empowered by all this, will be able to get the adults, say, in trouble. Vice versa, the adults will be able to demand sex with children, uh, even you know, two years old, whatever you know, whatever it is. And because they're adults, the child is a child. They can't say anything. They can't reject it. It has to. They have the authority to to make it happen, and uh, that's a you know that that's you know it's a, it's it's metastasized. You know it's gone completely out of control. So what they're going to try to do is legalize it, so that all these people won't go to jail and get in trouble. Much like they've done in California with the uh, you know uh, you know children acting in porno movies and stuff like that. You know it's it's pretty much everywhere. It's horrible. Most of these kids will, you know, if they don't commit suicide, a lot of them wind up in jail. Um, you know, abuse, uh, children abuse, you know, they become abusers. And, or they abuse themselves. And it's, it's, it's a terrible, awful psychological, uh, you know, disease that ends up taking over. And, of course, then the justification comes of, well, let's kill them all, right? Because now it's gone so far the only humane thing left to do would be to launch some kind of weapon, a bioweapon, something that will kill, uh, you know, at least hundreds of millions of people at a time, maybe even billions, or a nuclear war, something like that, you know, justified by the fact that it's gotten to that point of, um, I'd say, of, of iniquity, right? F- where the wicked are, you know, the law of the land, and, you know, the criminals are the law of the land. And there is no protection for families or for anyone. In fact, most kids are being indoctrinated that if you want to grow up and get married, you're a white supremacist. You're the problem. So they're teaching the kids that, you know, sex is for play. Well, you know what they're doing. I mean, it, it, so it almost makes it funny, my little testimony in this documentary about what happened and how that shaped me and how, you know, ultimately... Uh, same kind of thing, you know, um, killed my daughter, suicide. And so I would predict, and they're also covering suicides up now. They know, the controllers, that those the males that are gelded, you know, they're castrated, uh, you know, will commit suicide. They know that. But they want to blame you. Oh, it's because you won't accept it. Because you won't say the pronouns. Therefore, you're killing children. You know, it's like 
The danger of the, of, the, of the COVID is with the unvaccinated. They're the ones putting us all in danger. They should be put in concentration camps, which is what Klaus Schwab wants, even though just the opposite is true. All lies everywhere. All lies. In fact, I've got friends that are seniors. They're worried. They're worried that they'll be you know, followed and, and, and stabbed or shot. for If they have a nice car, they go to the market or they're they're afraid they're afraid to go out and go to go to the store they're afraid to go to the gas station you know the nation has gotten far worse in this last year than it has ever been it is well it doesn't really exist as a name they'll call it the united states but it really isn't it's really just a uh at this point, been taken over by corporate fascists, and it's, you know, it's part of the uh, the global empire of, of the uh, of the WEF, the G20, the Bilderbergs, whatever. It's their, this is their dream come true. Isn't it nice? And we all knew it would be like this. And they're even trying to synthesize, you know, you know, food, you know, you know, drug, everything they want a synthetic version of it. And you, you know, and, and at this point, it's at the experimental stage, of course. They're not going to really know what that means until they actually synthesize you. Maybe you replace you with clones. Maybe, you know, put an avatar of you in the digital realm and this James Cameron, real piece of work. Completely backwards idiot. He was a genius at film directing and at coming up with stuff, you know what I mean? But he's completely backwards in his spiritual orientation to truth. Because he's of his own will. And he's decided that the avatar, the digitization, is the, you know, which I, I've been laughing at. I mean, I put it in Girl Next as, as something that, uh, you know, because of all the, you know, physicists, all the modern physics is obsessed with this idea of you know, quantum computing and, uh, you, you know, your remote computing even, you know, you're creating worlds, you know, you're creating space where there was no space. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, gosh, I just, uh, I just, it's the only thing that feels bad is I couldn't do anything about it. You know, and so we get we're getting a word now. Do not be afraid, and that's what God. I mean, yes, Lord, what do you want us to do now that we see? Obviously, Lord, you don't want us to sugarcoat it, right? Do you want us to sugarcoat it, Lord? I know that some people, when they hear the truth, they get all bummed out, they get sad, they cry, and they don't feel like they can go on. I understand that. I, at the same time, if you start just avoiding the reality, then you start sugarcoating it, and that doesn't help either. So what do we do? It would be more humane to kill people off right now before the real poverty and the starvation and the cannibalism starts. Do you want to see people eating like leg of human on the fucking street? Is that what you want to see? Or would it be, would you like to be, you know, would it be better to be just out of here? 
Oh, don't even, that's, that's the least of it. But yes, uh, they're already putting ads out about cannibalism, but they're already promoting, oh God, Lord, please. Okay, people, I, I'm just going to give you the truth. They're already preparing for that. They're, they're talking about using the excess death. They, they, they want Soylent Green. Soylent Green was prophetic as a movie. They want you to eat humans. <clears throat> and they're going to repackage people that die. Early deaths. 35-year-old just died the other day. He was coach of a football team or something. Or boom, killed over dead. So they'll just repackage them for consumption so you can buy. I've seen the packaging of an arm and a leg. You can buy a leg of human. Or you can buy an arm. They they cut them up and, you know, you can buy cuts of human. But when there's no more meat, whatever, people will turn to, to human meat as consumption. And uh, do you do you want to see that? I Look, it's going to go all the way. And nothing at this point is going to stop anything. God is going to allow them to have their full thing, whatever it is they're trying to do. I don't, I'm not saying that they're going to be uh, you know, rewarded by God or anything like that, but it really seems to me that God is using these... Trish, I got a problem here. You got a dog? Yeah, dog, but he's really you know, trying to cinch in and he's chewing on my fingers. Oh, man, this guy's strong. He's strong. We're just an old couple now. Anyway, folks, I, you know, I guess the, my contribution is, you know, because, I mean, I know Alex Jones likes to say, we're on the verge of winning. We're going to beat these people back. We're, we, I think maybe what we ought to do I'm not, no, no criticism. I'm, you know, he's another, you know, big, you know, I predicted that Alex Jones would go mainstream, and he is. I did not see Elon Musk buying Twitter, though. That's, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the, the hell out of that. Yeah, well, that, that was beyond an answer. That was a gift. And he'd take, you know, $44 billion of his own money plunk it down, and he's got plans. He's really, you know, quite some, maybe he's the Antichrist, you know. Anyway, the bottom line is, you know, how we got to this place. And I see it very, very clearly. I see it. I see we all kind of participated in it, and, and I see that it was a such an organized plan, for especially in the 60s and the 50s and the post-World War II period, the Cold War, the end of the Cold War, you know, the killing of John F. Kennedy and, you know, the, 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 the cover-up and the 9-11 and how it all led to here. And can you ever look at celebtards again with a straight face? You can't. If you're like me, you just start, you know, um, I, I, I have to turn away. I have to turn away because these people have become, you know, abominations. They don't know it. 
they the these these celebrities think they can throw their weight around and tell people how to think. And now people don't even listen to them anymore. They just think they're pathetic. And they're too stupid. And the other thing I noticed is, well, okay, so they're treating us like we're a conquered people. People are not accepting wanting to be conquered. And they want to fight back. We have a bright spot in China, it seems. We've got a bright spot in Brazil. Australia, New Zealand is still out. We don't know. Nothing in uh, Europe. Not really. You know, now in the UK, if you misgender someone or if you whistle at a girl, you know, we used to whistle women, hot girls, whatever, uh, you can get two years in prison. So that it begins. Total, yeah, you can say the wrong thing. That's really a man. Up, two years in prison. That's really a man. In fact, the the people that are into woke, you know, the leftist ideology is woke, Black Lives Matter, um, you know, communism, socialism, political correctness, aligned with government, fascism, totalitarianism. Okay, that's the left. And they want to use, say, something like woke to enforce and to make that law so that if you say something uh, that hurts a transgender's feelings, transgenderism being really the, uh, what it is, is the Trojan horse to get the pedophilia in. Okay, that's the purpose of transgenderism. Uh, and so with the color of law, making it so you can't even say anything, and you have this blind acceptance. And if you, if you don't allow the, uh, you know, the tranny storytelling hour and all that with kids and everything, you're transphobic. If you're transphobic, you will be sent to an institution or gotten rid of in some way. Because, like I say, that's how they plan to get the 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 big the big hurdle. Okay, besides, you know, abortion and, you know, post-birth abortion, very important, i.e., you know, it's human sacrifice. Look, they all know it's human sacrifice. They all know it's paganism. They all know it's the same as the Aztec. They know that! It's that you don't know that! Or act like you don't. They know. They know all of it. They know everything. And they're playing a game with you thinking that you'll never figure it out and they'll just get it all through before you wake up. So there's that too. Um, figuring that you would not accept, you know, child abuse. And if you call it abuse, then, you know, that's two years in prison. Well, I did my little documentary thing, you know, probably pretty late. Hope it'll help some people. I just, all I'm saying is that the abuse led to serious suicidal activity, suicide of, you know, definitely my brother's death, my, my daughter's death, and the death of everybody. The whole family, dead, everyone dead. That's where it all led to. Is, would anybody, no comment? You think that uh, the New World Order is going to be the sort of like, Decadent, kind of like, you know, this this sort of, 
you, you know, just all this in the open all the time, everywhere, just like, you know, uh, I, I, can't, I can't even imagine it. Um, but uh, that's what they want to go for. And I would say that if they do achieve that, then it wouldn't be long thereafter that everyone would be killed. Oh, this, this, all this stuff that's going on now leads to death. But see, the super planner, the people that are on top of it, they don't care about sex. They don't care about sex with children. They don't care about human sacrifice. They don't care about any of it. That, but they do want a way to get human gone from the earth. All humans. The only ones to be allowed to be here would be hybrids. That's, uh, by the way, that was the ancient goal back in Genesis 6. Seems they always have the same goal. Replace what God has made. Replace the human genome. Replace the plants. Replace the earth. Change the soil. Change the atmosphere. You know, blow up the planet, whatever. You know, that they just never stop, these people. And if you don't have God guiding you, and you can't humble yourself before the Most High God and say, Lord, I'm sorry, I repent, please lead me in how to, to, to help people, to help the earth, to do, to do your, what would you have us do? That is the only thing that will right the ship. The only thing that will actually make it so that we can live would be a serious humbling before the Almighty. And I, I don't see people here being the people of Nineveh, do you? I don't see people here listening to, to, to you know, Chronicles 714. I, I, I don't see people repenting. They're filled with sanctimoniousness, with self-righteousness, with selfishness and narcissism. They're not interested in repenting to anybody. So this idea that we're almost winning... You know, is uh, well. I, I'm not selling anything. Not not to put people down that do sell something, but I, I don't have to win. To win, if you know what I mean. I I've already won. It's over for me. The only thing I've got to do is do the Lord's bidding the rest of the time here. And and make sure that I have enough faith to do that. It, you know, I I see the distractions. I see getting upset does. I see distra- the Lord wants us to produce. I keep coming back to the parable of the talents. He doesn't want us to just sit and be safe. He wants us to invest whatever those talents are. And he rewards that person that made those talents from one into ten. The one that buried it in the backyard, he got punished. You know, so so I think there's a when you think about economy and well favor of the 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 you know the uh, uh, the future favors the bold, and you know we've got to make those talents from you know one to ten, you know to expand those gifts that the Lord's given us. I see some areas of of you know some of that with. Alternative medicine that Peter McCullough is doing, that, that he has a health network that you can join to get all, all alternative doctors, and you don't have to be in the system, and I think I'm probably going to participate in that myself. It looks pretty good.
I know Govinda's working on something like that. That'd probably be great too when that's done. But we have this one now, and you know, hopefully, uh, you'll be able to get, you know, uh, get whatever the kind of treatments are that will help with the next whatever they're going to do. You know, through those networks, I think it costs like seventy-five dollars a month to join, something like that. Um, you know, the other the other you know overarching reality that people just don't seem to want to accept is, you know, we're dying here. We're going to die here. Nobody gets out alive. Okay, so we need to be keeping that in mind as we go forward, that, you know, this is not the end all of it. So when you're going to die, do you go build a, a you know... Okay, so right now, at the stage of life I'm in, do I go build a big house to live in and have this dream with, you know, the, have kids running around and have this whole you know, pool, uh, you know, a, you know, a barbecue with all these great friends from college and all that. No, not not that I even had that experience, but I'm just giving you the cliche. Uh, no, because th- you're going to die. You don't need that big house with this pool and this entertaining area. You're entertained for what purpose? You got to come to terms with this life. You know, I, I feel guilty about, you know, maybe I guess... I mean, I've been at it a long time, trying to really try to push myself, in 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 you know you know with elocution and precision and you know with with <clears throat> with a modicum of wit here and there to to present the truth. I've I've used the f bomb and a few other things to show I'm not like you know the church. I'm not like you know the the you know the, the fallen institutions we have. And you know, I I I I don't you know I I'd love to see a guy like Greg Lurie or what's his name Graham Franklin Graham use an f bomb. That would go a long way to get my confidence. But I have no confidence in either one of those men, and I'm sorry. Uh, you know, they'll say, "Well, that's not for you to judge. That's for God to." No, no, I'm supposed to use discernment as to whether I'm going to hang around a guy like that or not. So my discernment meter is going no so I don't hang around them otherwise I would and then it would be a problem because I didn't listen to God so I say don't give me that that lie that everybody's fine if they say they're in Christ you know that, that you don't know the real heart of that person no it's about to serve it, it, there are so many of these people that are in that little Christian club that had I not used discernment, I'd be dead right now. So would you prefer that so that you could have your little paradigm of false hope? A fool's paradise? Is that what you want to live in? Joke Christ? Joke God? Joke Yahweh? Joke the whole thing? It's all corrupt and stupid then. No. The institution of church in America failed. All 501c3 failed. And I think the 501c3 itself, that label, makes it fail. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back on it now, I'm not talking the future. They failed a long time ago. But they failed, and all they're good for is keeping people that, that are you know conformed to Satan in the world 
giving them some false hope that they really are with Jesus. And then when they're around someone like you or me, or someone that won't compromise to that, ah, uh, it freaks them out because they feel like they have no salvation. And they don't! Why don't they? Because their whole heart and soul and mind is occupied by something other than Christ. Why is that? Because the world demands it in exchange for whatever to live. So the world says to a, to a young man or woman, it's like, you want to live? Yeah, well, then you have to be insane. You've got to be, start off as a prostitute and a petty criminal, and then we'll move you up. And then that becomes what? The left, the globalist, right? What metastasizes and blossoms is this giant criminal network because everybody joined it so they could be part of the collective. Proverbs 1. The first thing that Solomon writes about is this issue. He said, son... When sinners entice thee to, to, to be with them, and they say, we will, we, will, we will have the spoil as a collective purse, meaning that we'll take, we take care of our own. They have unlimited money. Yeah, and everybody wants money. So they, you know, so they go with that. But then a lot of those people go to church. They can't have a church with Jesus' lambs in it because it would make them feel bad. So they fill the church with, you know, abominations. You know, and, and they, you know, they eventually justify child abuse and, you know, murder and theft and everything. Every other sin gets covered. Why? Because it's one big blackmailing operation. That's what church in America is. It's all blackmail. It's all Epstein. People say Epstein Island. How about the um, the Methodist Church? How about the uh, you, you know what are some of the denominations? You know the, this the Catholic Church. This that. It's like have you ever you know confess your sins? It says in the Bible. Why don't we confess your sins to these organizations that are basically criminal organizations or taken over by Masons or Jacobins or whatever it is? They're corrupt, and so when you confess there. They don't say, oh, you know, all is forgiven and let's pray together. They say, ka-ching, I've got something against you now. You better get, make sure that tithe. I, I was actually asked at one church, geez, F, do you know why the tithe is going down lately? And I said, I said to the guy, I think I said, don't worry, I'm going to leave. And then he was horrified that I would say something like that that I'd be able to have that conversation. I'm like, you know, it's obvious. You know, that, that you want everybody here sold out to Satan so you can have your tithe at the end of the week be the same because if anyone comes in here and they're not equally yoked, the tithe goes down. That's right, Satan's not happy with you. It's because what you asked me was this. Zef, do you know that Satan is dropping our revenues? Because you're not really fully participating, you're, you're you're mocking us. You're not, you're 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 not with the program of, you know, worship of the beast system, which is basically it. And it, you know, which of course includes looking the other way on every other permutation of sin. 
And also then these same organizations have muscles so that if you become a problem, they can take care of you. Because <laughs> they're involved in human sacrifice if they're pagan. I wonder how many churches actually have like midnight rituals on Sunday nights, you know, where they kill somebody. I wonder how many we have. I wonder, I wonder what the, the amount is. And of course, the, the plan of the future is the sacredization of, you know, Christianity has been obliterated. And so folding that into the ecumenical religion, which will involve, you know, I wonder when they're going to finally admit that that the abortions were about sacrifice, and that's why they have to petition for post-birth. Do you think they'll ever tell you that? Do, do you think that when you, with your rose-colored glasses on, you'll ever admit that that's what they're up to? Now, you're protecting you know, a woman's health care and a woman's right to have a life. If she gets saddled with a baby, I mean, that'll ruin her life. It's, it basically stops her life right there. She has to now go take care of that kid. When the real reason, it's always the real reason. It's like, who brought woke to America, okay? It was the think tanks, the UN, you know, the, the big money people, the big corporations brought it in. I've tried to explain this to a woke person. They just, they just laughed at me. They said, of course that's not true. And they don't believe that uh, there's such a thing as social engineering. They don't believe that all these movements are all for a political purpose in the end. They don't believe, they say, well, that's conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory is mainly true unless it's coming from people that are spitting lies on purpose uh, to make you think like, oh, okay, conspiracy theory right now would be Elon Musk is getting rid of Democrats on the on Twitter. And the answer is, no, he's not. He's just adding back, you know, conservatives that were cut from it, you know. And uh, so they're, they're saying this in mainstream news. And so that would be a conspiracy. But if you say uh, Katie Hobbs in Arizona is claiming that all Republicans are conspiracy theorists. Everybody who's protesting the election is a conspiracy theorist, and they're, they're racist, and they're conspiracy theorists, and they're you know, white supremacists, and they're the worst of our society. Okay, so in that case, it's been proven that, yeah, I mean, we're talking like almost 300,000 ballots here. I think the difference between the two candidates in the end was like 17,000. So it's overwhelming, right? So they're... They're now saying you can't look at the, the, the ballots. Anyone that wants to look at a ballot is a conspiracy theorist and a far-right danger, or maybe even a terrorist. So that's what's happening. So the, the only, you know, if people want to have a sovereign nation again, I mean, you definitely have millions of people that need to be arrested and removed. But the one thing you have to get rid of is, is, is the, the whole woke all this PC stuff, everything that they're doing in that way has to be defeated and gone. And because if it's allowed to flourish, then basically, you know, what happens is what happened in France in 1794, which is that in France, 
basically the Jacobins took over. And then they really started killing people. Like I said, they even killed Robespierre, who was the founder of the French Revolution. He got guillotined. Because it, it, it got to the point where all that you had to do was say that someone was a friend of the king or a friend of the queen or said something nice about the king or queen. They were guillotined by 2 o'clock in the afternoon. No longer were there courts. No longer, it was just open guillotining of anybody who had a rumor about them that never mind if it was true or not, they would got guillotined. And that's, of course, where we are headed now. You know, for now, cancel culture, that will lead to, you know, violence, concentration camps, all that stuff. But all of us, in some way, you know, we had better be praying every day about uh, every moment of every day, every waking moment to God about, you know, asking the Lord what we can do, you know, to, to, you know, to, to, to bring back, I won't say preserve the nation, but I would say get the nation back, you know, from the conquerors and out of their hands back to the people. That's what you really want to do. And if that's, you know, again, there would be millions of people would need to be arrested. You know that. That they would fill the concentration camps. You understand it, it may take generations to do it. But the first thing that would have to happen with any nation on earth is a nation would have to turn back to God. A nation has to turn back to God in order to, you know, for the ship to right itself, to, to even receive a miracle healing, like plug the boat so it doesn't, people don't drown. That would take an act of God. Therefore, God is where we have to go for redress. We can't go in. There's, we've already exhausted the courts. We've exhausted the people. We've exhausted elections. We've exhausted public opinion. We've exhausted everything. The only move we can actually make as a people would be to turn back to God and ask for mercy and ask for guidance and just yield to him 24 hours a day, all day long, all the way until death. And, you know, so, okay, so the acts of Jesus, kindness to others, healing to others, whatever we could do, we would have to do, but with this idea that, uh, you know, how we got in this situation in the first place, because we, in 1965, the, uh, it was either Time Magazine or New York Times declared God, God was dead. God is dead. Do you understand? God is dead. And from that point forward came, you know, the LSD, the the rise of the psychiatrist, headed up by, uh, you know, our good friend Louis Julian West and, and others, right? Uh, you, you know, you probably know their names if you studied MK Ultra, any of this Operation Paperclip or anything that happened. Nazis really won World War II, as we're seeing now. The real inheritance of World War II is with Klaus Schwab, so he's uh, he is a bona fide Nazi, and so is Bill Gates, so is the Bush. The people behind him, they're all in the same Nazi thing. They like to dress up in Nazi uniforms and talk German to each other. They do. <laughs> you know, while raping women and children and blowing people's brains out for fun as an experiment, you know, see what they'll do. Manchurian candidate, they never call uh, their, their, their program, they're programmed 
assassins and such, they don't call them Manchurian candidates. I, I, I heard a rumor that they call them Fu Man, you know, they, they, this is a play to make fun of that Manchurian candidate moniker. They call them Fu Manchus. <laughs> but it's a joke. It's, it's not a real thing. It's like they call them, uh, uh, you know, whatever, whatever they are. But I mean, they don't call them, you know, Manchurians. I know that, you know, Denzel Washington started a, a Manchurian, in the movie called literally The Manchurian Candidate, which is, is it goes back to this idea that, uh, that, you know, Koreans could, you know, uh, could have their man in Washington. If you will, the Chinese already have their man in Washington. I mean, China owns America and jo- they own Joe Biden and they own the whole family and they own pretty much the whole Pentagon. So, I guess what a victory would look like here, folks, is if God would have mercy on us and not kill seven billion of us. But we're already dying by the thousands. So, I, you know, more in, in excess deaths all over the world. So, you know, you're going to have to help me here because, you see, I, I thought that, you know, I'm starting to think that this is just going to go to the extinction level event and that's the end of it. I'd like to see a trajectory. I'd love to see a, a you know a victory, but it can't be our victory. We have no victory. Man has no no victory on earth. The only one that gets a victory is God. If you know God has praise, God saved his people, God turned it around. God made this happen. God made that happen. God put Klaus Schwab there and all those people there as a punishment, a judgment against selfishness, narcissism, and, you know, all the shenanigans that, that are going on. In other words, uh, you, you know, holier-than-thou attitudes and, you know, judgmental attitudes like, you, you know, uh, you, you're a, you, you know, you're, say the wrong thing, you're, you're a far-right extremist or whatever. All that sanctimonious stuff makes them feel good, gives them a little dopamine rush that, hey... You know, uh, you know, I'm calling these people out because I'm woke and I am above the rest of them. I am righteous and I'm calling them out for all the damage they've done to this earth and how they've hurt everybody. It's all their fault. We, you know, we, you know, they killed the, uh, the, the indigenous ones who, according to Obama, were peaceful and loving and, and then Christopher Columbus slew them all. And, and Trump had an army of armed people ready to overthrow the entire government and, and, and kill gay people and kill blacks and any, anything different than Trump. And, you know, and, 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 and those conspiracies, you think they're funny, but I mean, you know, they can go to the point of creating laws. And then those laws are that no matter what you do, eventually by the rule of law, your existence will be made illegal. So, uh, yeah, I suggest people turning back to God, but they don't know what that means. They think it means homophobic or transphobic or xenophobic or what are all the rest of the 
issues or, you know, no equality, no equity, you know, inequality, and, you know, and, you know, no one's ever going to be happy, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's the parents' fault, it's the, the, the state's fault. These, all these people that make all this money in these corporations where the average person gets nothing, it's that inequity, it's, it's, it's everywhere, it's, the, the, you, know, it, you know, so there's the big gripe. So they will always be superior to everybody in pointing all that out. They'll be righteous, superior. But it won't lead to anything positive. It will lead to no change. It will only lead to division and war and pain and suffering and, and a lot of violence. I'm not sure America has a choice anymore, though. And... You know, my feeling is that uh, the replacement's real. And if if you can't stop the replacement and you can't stop the child trafficking, then I think we go to the full extent, you know, where, you know, people are replaced and, you know, they've people that were here are gone. And it will be because we couldn't protect the children. We couldn't. We couldn't stop any of this evil. We couldn't. We couldn't. We we failed. And I yeah I know. What other choice did we have? I've been touting God every day for for you know well over tw- for like twenty two years. I've been even when it put me in danger, which I couldn't even believe. Being in danger for sharing the gospel? Yes, there are people out there that if they think you're a Christian sharing the gospel, they're going to blow your head off. In the name of equity and tolerance and inclusivity. That's, yeah, I know, it's nasty. But I mean, that's how we got here. Because everybody signed on. I wondered when I was struggling along as a teenager how many of them were into it. And I discovered that, like most teenagers, were into Satan. I mean, almost all of them. You know, there were just very few that you could go to to get comfort to say, hey, brother, we, listen, I'm really hurting right now. And you know, without getting a sinister laugh and say, well, you know what to do about that. So, oh, I ranted. Mind you, I do take some solace in watching the, you know, the people that were wielding the big, you know, the the big people on, say, Twitter, social media, whatever, the big, the big influencers. I have noticed them becoming feeble, yes. I don't know why that happened. Maybe the jab, I guess, or something. They become feeble-minded, most of them. And I, I, it's so odd because it's so many of them, you know, it's uh, all the usual suspects plus many more. And they become feeble because... Uh, Something changed. I, I, it's hard for me to put my finger on exactly, but something changed and made them like that and then subject to 
uh, you know, uh, comedic comeback lines or... But they became... I guess it's what I call people dull. They became dull. They became intellectually... Um, you feel like we used to feel an adversary there. Now you feel like, oh, poor guy. I, you know, you know, let's have a hug. <laughs> let's get this guy into some shelter. He's that's how I felt when I saw Keith Oberman. He was ranting and raving about something. I just felt like, come on, let's get this guy out of the uh, the arena there, and you know, find some kind of comfort because it may be chemical. It may be chemical from you know from the mRNA. I I don't know, but there's a there's a difference in in, in the, the 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 way they speak and the way they write, which leaves big big openings for people with any kind of wit or comeback ability to to really you know do damage to them. And um, I'm I don't want I don't want to do damage to them. I don't want to say anything. Negative. I, I, you know, I prefer to talk about positive things that are coming up in the future, new things to be created. And uh, not old things, you know, that we relied on crumbling because they are crumbling. Finally, you know, when civilization collapses, you could see losses of billions. And if that, you know, if that ends up happening... Don't count on the news media to tell you. They're going to tell you everything's fine. It's always... It's always been this way. Uh, Okay, guys. Well, yeah, I don't think I added anything. I'm just trying to... Oh, man, I just feel so... Stretch to my limits in in getting my mind around everything, but it's because of the massive coordination that's gone on for a hundred years, unbeknownst to me. I talked about it, but you know, when you finally see it full bloom, you go, "It's not just a two brute." It's like you know, every country, everyone, all the bureaucracies, everything. Is there anything you didn't conquer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there anything we can do? And the best thing I can advise you to do is just, you know, any of us is to just keep pushing on with the Lord. You know, and, and when, you know... When the Lord moves me to do something or have an opportunity or something, and I get moved to do something, I don't necessarily get moved into a collective. So that's another thing, you know. It's maybe do something. I don't know. I you know, you know I I publish prayer. I pu- publish scripture. I publish other things. I publish bits of movies. I you know, people don't really realize that the the, the movies that I've done are what we call subversive. I've said this before, but it's subversive against the, um, you know, the current culture. So that's why it's a contribution. Well, how could it be anything else? 
because I'm me. <laughs> okay. See you next time. God bless you, each and every one. Hour and a half. We'll take it. Don't be afraid. He that's in you is greater than he that's in the world. Um, if the Lord is with you, who can be against you? Uh, the Lord may just have you rise up a standard against them here and there. Who knows what he'll have you do, but if you have the unction of the Lord in all things, it'll be a success. Hey.